So hey guys, welcome to our new podcast channel known as the Traders Podcast where we'll be talking mainly about um the financial markets both in Kenya and around the world. Um um but basically first starting off and to introduce who we are, what we do so that you can be familiar with us and then from then on we'll pick up and we'll talk about how we got into forex, how the journey has been so far and why we keep doing it. So Financial Hub Limited company was started a few years ago about the company itself was started about 2 years ago <clears throat> in our small offices back in Zimmerman so not really an office it was more of a house and that's where we started and right now we can see we've grown quite big uh, not really big but we're growing our offices are in town so we are Jquad Towers 17th floor and that's where we carry out everything so basically what we normally do under financial hub we have two main things that we do at the moment um we actually three so the first one is we normally trade so our own personal funds that's what we've been doing for the past four years because that's um what we got to know about trading so that we started 2016 2017 the three of us uh, we'll get to introduce ourselves and that's what we do so trading our personal funds we have an uh, alpha fund where we trade our own money and make uh, profits from that apart from that we trade we train people so we teach people how to trade so we have strategies that we've learned along the years and that's what we teach people because if you come into forex or if you come to any new thing if you get into it and no one is guiding you there's a lot of things out there so you know what to do so we compile this into a book into a course so we t- teach people and guide people how to become traders and recently the third main thing that we started we fund people and we give them um capital in order to start trading so if you're looking for capital and if you're looking to learn forex here we are this is financial hub and we're looking forward to teach you and as we go on in the podcast I'll continue talking about different stuff and you'll get to know us fully but that's basically what we do so that's it from me uh leave the next to Ken my name is Caleb I didn't introduce myself My name is Caleb here with my partners Taras and Ken and yeah you'll get to hear from us we have a lot a lot to share in the next few hours in the next uh mini podcast that we're going to produce so yeah So hi guys my name is Kenneth Monene just like Caleb said so I'm a trader also I'm the co-founder of Financial Hub We've actually done a book Caleb forgot to mention that. So we've written a book called A Template for Understanding the Forex Markets. The whole idea of the book is to guide you through understanding how to trade the markets. So when we started trading back in 2017 there was nothing at all to guide you on how to go about your trading. So it was very 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 hard for us to learn how to trade the markets and when we started understanding what was happening in the markets we decided to like put together what we had learned into a book and sell it to people at 1500 unfortunately we didn't carry the copy today so in the next episodes you'll be seeing the copies we'll be having them on site we'll be having them set so be, pardon will they see it <laughs> the short snippets short snippets <laughs> that will be shooting so you'll see the, the 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 book you can access it it only goes for 1500 we'll show you how you can get it and we'll tell you how you can get it Besides that now we're working on a podcast like Caleb said so the podcast will be called The Traders Show so we'll be focusing on sharing with you valuable insights into markets we'll be discussing and hosting some 
great traders that you've met over the years. I've met a couple of people who are doing trading for a living and they're doing it well, just like we do it. We know it's very, very hard for you to meet someone who's doing trading for a living. The dynamics of the market are not so easy for anyone to like master markets and make a living out of it. So we know the challenge that is there. And we're going to share with you some of the things that we think are very, very valuable and very, very important for you to at least stand a chance to succeed in the markets or to make some money in the markets. So that's basically what we'll be doing. I don't have much to say. Besides trading, we're passionate about, or rather I am passionate about entrepreneurship. I really like talking with people about such things. I'm passionate about psychology, understanding how people think, behave, and do their things. And I spend a lot of my time talking with people and understanding how people make decisions and why they make certain decisions. And I've learned a few valuable things, which I think are not only important for trading, but for other things. So within the podcast, you may hear me refer to some of these things. And that's where I spend my time besides trading. So I'll pass it on to Lawi, who will introduce himself and share his personal insights. So today's episode will mainly focus on like our early trading experience. So the first five years that you've been trading, how are the first probably six months, one year, two years, building it up all the way to the five years that you've been trading up to now, like Caleb said, from when you started in the two-bedroom house up to getting an office. We'll try and share some of the things we've learned along the way. So I'll pass it on to Lawi. Greetings. My name, <coughs> my name is Lawi Tarus, uh, partner here at Financial Hub, a trader. I've uh, traded since 2016, but professionally since 2017. So I'm a risk manager here at Financial Hub, basically Trading is a very, very risky endeavor. So when that's my main job at Financial Hub, managing risk for the fund and also uh, teaching traders uh, my strategy. It's called uh, value area trading. So it's, it's, it's what I use to, 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 to check markets to make d- uh, trading decisions. Also, uh, I also love business, entrepreneurship. I also love reading a lot. And with that, I'm sure I'll share some good insights with you guys through the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, guys. So I didn't say I prefer to go by the name CK. So if you continue listening to this podcast, refer to me as CK. Caleb is just an official name that I don't use that much. But anyway, so yeah, so that's the team. That's Taras, that's Ken. Ken is, uh, Ken, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do in financial hub? So in financial hub, I have, I have, multiple roles so it's still a startup so <laughs> Caleb is trying to set me up but I have multiple roles one of the things that I'm really really focused on is managing the fund so like Caleb said we have about $20,000 that you're managing in the fund we've split plus. it into several assets yeah pardon no I was just okay. no it's plus okay okay yeah so we've split it into several assets so we have some funds into cryptos we have some that we're trading personally we're trading our own own strategies trading in the markets and my main job at least what i really really focus on is managing that fund and ensuring we are doing the right thing that's my first task the second thing that i primarily do in financial hub is share with people my strategy and how i trade markets so our main agenda with financial hub for now is training people on how to understand the markets and the three of us trade in a different style so i share my style caleb shares his style and Lawi does share his style. So I also focus on sharing my style 
and thinking about how we can grow the company and expand it into other things. So those are the main things that I'm currently doing. Those are the main tasks that I have besides content creation, which is what we are doing now. Yeah, and Tara said he's a risk manager. Personally, I also do almost the same thing as Ken. So just looking at funds, we personally trade, so we have to be trading at times, at all times. Um, teaching, that's another important thing. And as Ken said, producing content, because we have a YouTube channel, which we have been doing it since 2018. We'll talk about it as we talk about our story and how we started. But yeah, in a nutshell, that's what we do. And yeah, so we can... We can get into the story of how we started, how Financial Hub came Before to we go there, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've funded over 40 traders. Yeah, yeah. We've funded uh, $1,200 yeah. for a few of 10,000. How much is that in shillings? About 130,000 yeah. with a dollar in now. Yep. So we so funded over 40 traders. If you want to get 40. funded, pardon? 130 times 40. <laughs> oh, it's millions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... For traders, I uh, you know one main challenge about trading is lack of capital. So yeah. at Financial Hub also, we offer capital to traders. Uh, mm-hmm. For 20000 you get uh, $1,200. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So <coughs> we'll tell you a story in this podcast so that you can know how we came from not having any capital, blowing accounts to be able to fund people. Manage $20,000. It's not, it's and not have, easy. Have it's an office easy. in town. Yeah which we entered just before the corona came. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. So, we can begin. So, how I personally got into Forex, which will just add up. So, I'm just using the timeline of how we all got into it. So, what happened, um, just a little backstory about me. Um, you'll hear it a lot. I'm not the biggest fan of school system. I'm really against it uh, because of one, two, three things. But anyway, back in Form 2, I tried to drop out. So, I was in Lenana. Uh, changes. <laughs> That's where I was. <laughs> I tried to drop out in form two because um, I was studying things that didn't make sense to me. So I wanted to go study film and TV. So that was my interesting thing. So I grew up watching TV and movies with my dad. So I was like, ah, oh, this thing is dope. Let me go and start doing this. So along the way, I tried dropping out in form two. Uh, to cut the long story short, I finished form four two years later. So that didn't last. It was unsuccessful, but so I you knew. you failed. You failed at dropping uh, out. Yeah. My <laughs> first main failure. Because I, I, I sat yeah. my parents down and told them, I don't know I'm studying Kiswahili I, and chemistry and biology, such stuff. Uh, my future is not in that line. I don't want to be a doctor and all those stuff. So I want to go to, take me to New York, man. Uh, that time, Fizz was looking at how much. It was crazy. Let me not get into that. But that's what I wanted to do. Um, I failed. They didn't allow me. My mom almost chased me out of that house. But anyway, I finished from four, two years later, just decided to focus. Tried my best, finished, sort of passed. So that passing... <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another day. So if you're, if, you're, if you're in school 2014, 2015, going backwards, but anyway... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I tried my best, uh, those things that I wanted to drop out from, I really passed in them. So you can add the, add one, two, one, two, and you'll get what happened. So anyway, I got called to university, technical university of Nairobi took, and that's where I met Ken. So Ken, you can tell them how you met me. I've told them how I met you. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, like Caleb said, we all I think start in high school. So unlike him in high school, I never knew what I wanted to do. All we were all exposed to was engineering, medicine, law, and what else do people want to do? Architects, yeah, pilots. pilots. Those are the things you only know. Like you don't know there's anything else, especially in the Kenyan system. You don't know there's anything else that you can do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like everyone else choosing from the five or six things that are available to you I decided to it never made any sense to me to okay I'm not a very 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 good person with people so I'm not the person to be a doctor or something so I decided to focus on doing machines and like Caleb said so that's engineering machines. so yeah so <laughs> when I was in form 2 form 1 I knew like my whole life I'd deal with machines that was the decision I'd made so I was not struggling in school so I was doing in school not very well but I was not doing poorly so I cleared school got my good grades and I was admitted to took like Caleb said and I was admitted to do mechanical Which school were you in? engineering so I was in a school in Meru called Nkobo <laughs> not very very popular so Nkobo. when people ask us which school were you in most of us say we were in Meru school because that's the only school that oh, people serious? know yeah that's you the only school that people know it was Meru school place. you weren't in Meru school yeah but it was <laughs> close to school to ah, no 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 Nkobo anyone who knows that school will know like okay it's, a, it's like a it's like a brother school to that school so we were yeah. almost the same school so people will I'll normally ask us and will tell us we were in that school but anyway so i cleared got my good grades came to the school called took was admitted to do mechanical engineering and that was very very different from what i expected when you look at engineers in movies you expect to be probably focused on coding and understanding how things work <laughs> but i remember i was sent to a workshop to design a bottle opener i think <laughs> that was when i decided to drop out <laughs> i remember <laughs> when we were doing it with Caleb told Caleb it doesn't make sense why we are creating a bottle opener so that time i decided i'm not going to like focus on this this was i was certain that i was not willing to pursue that for long so i decided to switch up and i decided to drop out and move to KU to do something else after how long did you drop out after a semester so i never took long to figure <laughs> out that this was not the thing that i was supposed to do so after a semester i decided that's it that's over i'm going to drop out and i left and that yeah, was so you left before me yeah yeah i left before yeah, caleb caleb left. decided to follow me because there was a story behind yeah, it because i thought you guys dropped yeah. out because of strike yeah, or something no, we, we got suspended <laughs> so it was, well when we finished semester one, um I, I was studying look i dropped biology in form two, and i was studying biology and mechanical engineering like that doesn't add up so when we were there i was with ken and first semester we knew this is not what we wanted second semester we just came then ken used to tell me all the time i'm leaving this school i'm leaving this school and i was really close with ken so uh we had become really good friends so when you're saying you're going was also like okay what am i staying to do because i don't <laughs> like what i'm doing and i'd already knew what i wanted to do so so ken dropped out fast when we got suspended so he didn't come back i think a few days later i also dropped out so i dropped out what i went to do so the first time when i tried dropping out why I was successful the second time is because I learned from my failure my first and, and failure and you should tell us how you managed to do it the second time because I feel like <laughs> there were some lessons which you gathered from the first time which were implemented uh, in the second time the first time when I tried to drop out it was my mom so my mom was the problem 
my dad is remember I, I learned that lesson my dad was cool so my dad was easy with me dropping out okay not really dropping out but doing what i want to do like do what you love because uh, when i finished school and you uh, high school my mom was like you know you passed so you can go do engineering then later on you can do film then mix the two you can create film stuff <laughs> and shoot the movies i was like ah, easy so i fell for that so now this time um before i dropped out why took some time after Ken my mom was traveling to Thailand she was going for a meeting so i knew i can't approach my mom this time if i do that she's going to spoil for me again so that was a lesson i learned i wasn't going to approach my mom my mom was the problem so um when she immediately she went now I was left with my dad so i was wondering how will i do this so days kept passing days kept she had gone for like five days so first day i didn't approach him second day i didn't approach him third day i knew my time is running out so on the fourth day i went and told him yo dad i just sat him down told him look i don't want to do engineering Remind, mind you that time it's sem2 we've just started his paid fees and i'm telling him i want to stop it's non-refundable so anyway um My dad was quite easy. He took it nicely. You know, my dad also chased his own dreams, I think. And uh, he told me you do your thing. So I was like, "Ah, nice. You you sure dad?" He's like, "You go do your thing. You know where you want to go. I knew where I want to go. I wanted to go to ADMI. So if you know ADMI, that's Africa Digital Media Institute, a very good school I can recommend They're in town, Caxton House. So I dropped out, went straight to them that day, and I got registered in. When my mom came back two days later, she found me already um dropped out. I think she she couldn't say anything I, my dad even didn't tell immediately it took time so that's why i left and that's how i went to admi so that's how i dropped out on engineering went to admi so during that time ken will tell you how now he met tara so ken is our jesus he, so i'm like <laughs> the one who's collecting <laughs> disciples so the whole team the financial hub team i have brought people from different areas exactly. or rather i've created friends from different places then i we were all in the same mission and decided to like just come together and focus on doing what you were doing because working individually was not also something that was so so appealing so i was like jesus and now i met lawi back in ku so he'll tell you the story now how we met in ku <laughs> yeah <laughs> so tell us what went on after sure. that yeah so now taras will tell you how i met pops okay i'll uh, also give a brief background so i finished high school in 2015 i was Which in school? triple s sunshine mm-hmm. got got a good grade rich kid <laughs> ah no no no. <laughs> Basari. <laughs> yeah, so uh I got a good a good grade. Uh went to KU uh for civil Tara salpata A clean 84. Unajua leo watu 84 wale wa med wale. Wale wale kosa tu moja afanye med. Unajua. So I got into engineering. It's what I wanted to do actually because in high school i was good in physics and that was a very very wrong idea to have mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It just that just, just cuz you're good in physics you think engineering will be the thing for you mm-hmm. so i went to ku i met ken we were classmates he was doing electrical but for the first year you 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 all combined for classes so i met ken he he was also my neighbor we used to stay in the same apartment uh back in Pochini. Pochini. <laughs> so yeah, so we met there. <laughs> so so Ken was my good friend in school and also back at home. We'd have fun weekends, uh, going out. Yeah. So within, uh, within that time I was actually doing binary options before I even joined campus. Yeah. So I think I was very very lucky to learn such th- I don't think I was even 18 years old at that time. So uh 
I was doing binary options, but I didn't know what it really was. So uh, I remember I put a thousand shillings, made about two hundred shillings. Leon doctor na tau. So actually, a friend to my sister introduced me. So and that friend also told me not to do this thing. So. But no, I like, understand hey. why. Yeah, it was like, hey, why you not like why you, you are you getting rich and you're telling me not to try and be rich also. But I I, I just uh, continued. I remember I, I didn't even make money from that a thousand dollars, a thousand shillings. Ah uh, no, I withdrew it. Nilifikisha kwa twelve twelve hundred. I made like that's oh, a twenty percent profit. profit, bro. That's a lot. Man. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, that's a so, lot, man. Yeah, I, I got that two hundred, withdrew. Well, I remember we were going out so I needed money <laughs> to party. Yeah, yeah so uh, and from that point I didn't uh, focus again on 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 forex so when I was in KU we we met a friend also a friend a friend of ours who also now introduced us into the real forex thing me and Ken. Yeah. So uh, he was called Malims mm-hmm. a very good friend. Yeah, Malims a good friend of ours. Yeah. So Malims now was doing that shit seriously bro. But he was deep that in guy, it man. That guy was deep, running bro. from school the whole night <laughs> sunny to chambua to forex. Yo uko first year uko welewe mambo. And that guy was a third year. I could see that meta trader screen it was complicated. <laughs> so uh, so we actually I didn't even have a laptop. Ken didn't have a laptop. Yeah, we were still green. But no vitabu. So I remember uh, Malims now tried and to, uh, uh, to show us that now this is forex. Uh, so I remember he had notes. He shared some notes with us. Mm. Uh, we also got a book from KU, which we've never returned them. That book was was very very helpful for us. A book for forex. Yeah, a book for forex. It mm. was in the library, and most people don't know such things. So. Just no, goes mm. to the library. Yeah, no, actually goes to the library. And, yeah. uh, it's only when you clear that you understand the value of that yeah, library yeah. now. Library. KU has a nice library. I've never been to KU. It's a yeah, good library. library. Nice place. Yeah. Well equipped. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing you can't learn in that library. Mm. But unfortunately, we don't learn anything. It was only huh? for exam periods. Yeah, it's true. Like <laughs> no one goes to the library to <laughs> yeah, learn true, true. anything. So, mm. so uh, when you got that book, we got really interested like we 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 write notes what was the name of the book do you remember mastering the currency Ma- yeah mastering oh. the currency market yeah mastering okay. the currency market so we, i think it was just that we thought we'd make money fast so we were we got that drive to learn to learn mm-hmm. but now we didn't even have money i remember i had like 10000 mm-hmm. then had 10000 then money 10000 also 10000 yeah, mm-hmm. so So uh, yeah, after a, about a month or two of of learning we decided to go live so after we, reading that book not a month or two <laughs> just after clearing that book yeah. we thought we knew everything yeah. we needed to know to like then, remember reading. we also we also used baby pips no yeah. we used baby pips after 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 yeah. losing money we never used it <laughs> oh. talk about the losing money <laughs> so yeah remember we, losing and wait at that time had i met you tara No. Ah, uh, had you met you once. I, I, no. No, no, no. Cuz oh. when you had that money, when we were trading that's when you guys met. Cuz when you started trading, yeah, when you started when, when you started, started trading, making money. Yeah. You you met me while I was trading live. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll introduce that. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah, cuz this time now Pops me. and uh So we're doing so Ken, mm, and so Tara Sadan so are yeah. doing it and Malims. Yeah. Mm. 
Malum so, was actually the one who was making most of the decisions. Yeah, the yeah. To yeah, capital yeah. providers <laughs> are <laughs> laptop. We didn't yeah, have so a laptop. We didn't so even know. Yeah, we just we, decided we to buy in, this. Yeah, we'd meet in his house. Yeah. Uh, decide th- uh, the subject trades will have uh, next week. Yeah. So this time you guys are still in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah still, still in school. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, at, at that moment you were not really really in school because there was a big strike, yeah, a lecturer yeah. strike. So that was mm. actually what pulled us into like starting this thing because we had a lot of free time so no going to class nothing. So mm. just like ah, let's trade because we have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. Let's try out this thing. So we were trading yeah. Yeah, so I remember we had that $300. We didn't even have a system nothing. <laughs> last, yeah, I remember we were trading gaps. <laughs> <laughs> it gaps always yeah. close. If a market gaps it will always close. <laughs> so we made some money with that with those gap closes. We made a lot of money, mm. not some money, a lot. Oh, yeah. Cuz starting with 300 to about $1000. Mm. So remember it was about $1000 and $100. Yeah. yeah. So that was a lot of money for us. Hey, mm. I remember telling Ken Dubai. Next week. Sooner than soon. Next week to get fixed meter. Dubai. Sezumko. Eh. ดิฉันได้ยินว่าเดือนนี้ฉันได้ยินว่าเดือนนี้ฉันได้ยินว่าเดือนนี้ฉันได้ยินว่าเดือนนี้ฉันได้ยินว่าเดือนนี้ฉ
Uh, we make money. So, you know, when you're young, couple goals, you want to take your shorty out. That time you're broke. Anyway, so she, she, when she told me that, that was like two months later after my cousin introduced me. I was like, okay, let me take this thing seriously. So that was in like November. So I started reading, reading. Then now in January, I was like, I called Ken. I was just catching up with Ken. That, now this is 2017. So I called Ken and Ken was like, so it, it was a coincidence because I told him it was after New Year's. I was like, yo, there's this new thing I learned. I think you'll be excited to hear. Then he's like, oh, yo, also may have something new I want to tell you about. I think you'll be excited. Then I was like, okay, so you tell me. Then he's like, nah, you go first. I was like, no, you go first. Then he's like, nah, you go first. <laughs> so he was like, I was like, okay. Uh, then I was like, yo, my cousin introduced me to this thing. We can make money. It's called Forex. And I was like, ah, oh, that's the same thing I was going to tell you. I was like, serious? So I was like, ah, okay, we need to meet up. These things we can't talk. So we talked a bit over the phone, but we were like, ah, let's meet up and catch up and see what we're doing. So that's now how I went to, that's that's the time I came, yeah? That's yeah, the that's, time I came to Wendani. Uh, yeah. So Caleb was more interested because you were actually doing it live and he was scared to put in real money. <laughs> so if you know Caleb, he's too conservative. Okay, he takes risk, but he takes calculated. risk calculated. Okay. And like I need to understand. I'm a gambler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Ken, Ken hasn't told you the story of gambling. <laughs> this guy... <laughs> hey, this guy minted <laughs> Naivasha every weekend. Uh, you'll make some real money in it. But yeah. anyway, I feel like those were some valuable lessons. Yeah. So that's also in campus, like when we were in Tuk, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So Sport Pesa was just starting, like, sitli kwa wale, ukona book ya kuandika bets zenyo utachukua hii weekend, and then you filter out. Now me fanyadi research. Like I knew, like in Australia, you never gamble on a single team winning, you gamble on over 2.5 meaning like we'll get three goals in that in that that game australia yeah because in australia so you can't keep our shikang you <laughs> like the games end three two five one like there are a lot of goals in that in that space but then you know, i was gambling in sport pesa and i was i was making good money in it so like i remember there was a time i took a bet with about ten thousand i made about a hundred thousand <laughs> so <laughs> I, I i was 10X. taking like i was taking big bets i was not gambling with like a and if you're to lose you're to lose all of it yeah yeah, yeah. and i was losing also because at times like i'd lose like thirteen thousand or something so i was doing it heavily and i feel like that aspect of my personality is also what's the biggest win you had Well, I think that a hundred thousand, and the hundred thousand was followed by a forty thousand in the same week, so it was quite a big win in in one week. I think, but the the hundred thousand bet was a bet split within three or four days, mm-hmm. so it was Champions League games. I remember, so I took like three or four games over a period of I think Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If one Europa, then I made like ninety four thousand. Then during the weekend, I, I made like I think I remember the ninety four. Yeah, because so, you told me about yeah. Yeah, so. I was doing it heavily. I was doing it heavily and, and losing and making money. That's the same time you came to know that I was conservative, yeah? Yeah. That's when I came. I was yeah. like, yo, can you make him money? <laughs> so Caleb comes with 800 and then he loses it. Now it was like, a G. I'll never come back a, to this. No, I didn't. But anyway, so that's besides our trading our trading experiences or something. Yeah, so that's how we knew each other. That's how I met Taras when <coughs> I went to Wendani. And I think that's when now everything started. Yeah, so... I remember that day Caleb Caleb came in and asked guys you were green he was he was like teaching us things you've seen on YouTube 
<laughs> those things now don't even work. Some work. You clear structure needs clue. That's what I'm teaching you guys. Hey, but perfect. Until you're wondering why are you not live, you guys. You're so good at this already, so you should be live. But anyway, when you when you now start trading, I think now we should like go into the the deep stuff like when you started trading like the real real money so like now we said our first account I, re- i feel like we should all mention our first accounts and you should mention you guys were sharing one account yeah right? we were mm. we were sharing everyone one had account. login so everyone is trading everyone is okay not everyone was making decisions because mm. solely i can't remember like for me oh, i never serious? made any decision yeah those malims Okay, some decisions, if we were all together, we decide, let's do decide. this. But if... How are you guys say, coming to that conclusion? We just Malin look at charts. The poor one. Yeah, you She's look like, at charts. I want to buy this. Yeah, if Malin says cool, cool. this thing is going up, there's <laughs> no arguing. You, you just investor. have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the first account we had was 300. We ran it all the way to about $1,200. And I think that was the time, personally, I decided, like, there was something more into this thing. Because... I remember there was a day we made about 20 Gs in a single day. So I remember it was an oil, oil trade. trade yeah. yeah. And we took the oil trade on a Monday morning. And before two, we had 20,000 shillings in our bank account. So it oh was so, that. so hard for anyone to convince me to sit in a classroom again. Because, again, you're making 20,000 and you're now just in a class. And all these things you're being told don't make any sense. Your head can only think about what you are doing. So that was the time I think we decided to now focus on trading seriously. But it was before the worst had happened. So what happened was the $1,200 because we won, we didn't understand what we were doing. So we lost the whole lot of cash. So we had about $1,200. We took like three or four bad trades. We decided not to close the trades. So they were running against us and we decided instead of liquidating these positions, we'll keep them. And you know when that happens, You lose your whole account. So from $1,200, I think we had like $50 or $60 remaining. And we couldn't do anything with that. We decided to gamble. And how much remaining? About $50 or $60 remaining. Mm. After closing four or five trades. And now we were back to zero. So when you're back to zero, you now have to decide. There's something here. Should I go on or should I just quit? And that also coincided with some other things that were going on. And I decided for me to just focus on going deep into trading. Now, that's when I went back into baby pips, like you said. So that was when we started now, going back to baby pips. Started scratch. I need to graduate by the graduate baby pips. Because I graduate baby pips, I just saw my kid. So at least I'm online until you graduated. So you got your, was there a certificate? I don't think really. There was nothing, but you, you had like a whole course there and we did it. Like I remember I'd write notes like on a day-to-day basis. And that was very, very helpful for forming the foundation for trading markets. So that was when the foundation was established. And that's when we decided now that trading was the thing we were going to do full time. So even when people went back to school, we decided or I personally decided to write a call of letter. And I thought like for three, six months, I'd study trading perfected and I'd go back call to engineering. Call of letter for, for dropping out? For, no, okay, not really dropping out. At first you set it aside. Wazi ambia tu mzazi ni meachaiki tu kabisa. Mbiacha ni yekekando kwanza andarudi kidogo. So I decided to like stay out for about three to six months and the deeper I went into trading, unfortunately the more my degree suffered. So that's why I decided to call it quits and focus on trading full time. So that's a brief history of how can I can you remember that professor who told me <laughs> I won't finish yeah. school <laughs> <laughs> I think you should mention that story <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> what was he teaching 
uh, think comps comps yeah yeah comps. computer computer yeah. so I hate professors <laughs> man, but those guys are very mm, so negative I remember I was with my girlfriend in my class and my girlfriend was from Jaiquat. Yeah, my girlfriend told to say dear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it was it was it was just madness man we were, too, we were like we were young and dumb. So me I exited the class with my girlfriend. So they they think the lecturer saw it as being rude or something and he told me to 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 sit but you I didn't just sit. walked out. Yeah. You can do that in KU. Yeah, you just students how mm. even if it's two you, you can just stand go. up and go yeah like and you can you're holding hands with your girlfriend you're going ah you guys go and don't come back hey, then the uh, professor, so the professor was like kenyana ebu kachini such people don't clear school such people we've seen a lot like you Yeah. yeah and unfortunately he was right <laughs> i didn't mind unfortunately but he was right fortunately for, oh, it's fortun- unfortunately for, for, him. for him for him and for you <laughs> for him it's unfortunate like the for lecturer was right yeah but fortunately for the for the for the lecturer yeah, yeah it's yeah, fortunate, it's fortunate. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah we decided to just focus on trading i remember that time school had a lot of uh, stress strikes it was just not a, like we didn't have that drive for school so and we were we had seen that we can make money in trading so there was no way again you we were going to like we were going to stop it so we got the drive to do research like heavily heavily because if you, if you had the same drive in engineering i'd trust yeah, me yeah, you yeah. i easy my projects in engineering zingekwazi yetu sai so we never had the same drive like mm. now we said so yeah, let's go plus, where your energy is You're, you're 20 years mona you've made her like a thousand dollars trust me you, you you just think about how you'll go back into it and mm-hmm. at least learn from the mistakes you did because i think the more the more you, real, uh, you research on forex is the more you realize this shit is deep yeah, 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 yeah. so it's being done by big <coughs> banks yeah. uh, hedge funds so it really for us we like we had not gotten that realization that this shit is deep you need to take years of experience to learn it so mm-hmm. uh yeah so that's that way we continued learning i remember i founded my other account when was it around 20 2018 yeah i had also about 300 ah, 150 dollars mm, so about 150 dollars i traded that to about 800 dollars yeah around 800 dollars fortunately i lost it again so it, it like the game was just not uh clicking in mm-hmm. and because you are not doing some few things right mm-hmm. so yeah i lost that money too but still see, there was a period you were you were given some cash with ken or something when you guys had oh money yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. so you were trading and you also lost that yeah mm. you even never gave ken the report yeah <laughs> <laughs> we gave him the report we gave him the report but how much was okay. that around 30000 yeah. yeah it was not a lot of money so mm. we lost that and I remember ken telling us it una pair because i know yeah, they are high chance you guys are still not good at it because i think he has a friend in the U- in the uk who also trades mm-hmm. okay. and yeah so he told us hey it's not easy so yeah you go and try if you make it mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't make it it's okay so unfortunately we lost it back to square one mm. drawing board research research it was just uh it's been a long journey to <laughs> and then if you think about it what were, what were some of the some of the like 
What are some of the platforms or is some of the people you followed books or things that you really used to like understand markets? What are some of the places you visited like for you to grasp one plus two plus one plus one? Oh, like so YouTube? majorly, majorly YouTube. YouTube was the, the place we learned a lot from Astroforex, I think. Yeah, Astro yeah. was helpful. So Astro was helpful. We also had their book, <coughs> but we had the, their e-book. So it really helped us to at least, it, it simplified everything. Yeah. So at least they had like a strategy structure. Yeah, a structure. So at least uh uh market analysis was now becoming better. Mm. So even though you're not still making money, at least your analysis is becoming better. You're you're now understanding some uh ground rules on trading. So uh another thing I read was uh think a lot of books so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of ebooks remember yeah we pirated yeah. about a thousand <laughs> trading books, books. <laughs> so we were lot. reading a lot on trading so basically just that research research <coughs> was, was what put me here Caleb your first account I think my first account came when I saw you guys trading um I didn't want to risk I didn't go asking for money myself I think I had some savings here and there <laughs> Um, like Ken said, was a bit conservative, so I wasn't a risk taker. So I didn't have that nerve of taking people's money at first. So I started the small account. I think it was around eighty, a hundred dollars. And then you see the brokers at that time. That time when we started trading, the brokers in Kenya, there were no brokers in Kenya. The forex market wasn't yet regulated, so we had to outsource or look for offshore brokers. So we had one from was it Malaysia? Hot yeah, forex. No, as you were using hot forex, you used XM, I think, for your first. No, account. no, no. Yeah, you used XM. No, 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 no. Your first account, you used XM. Oh, you have a good memory. Yes, I think I used XM, and they had a hundred percent bonus. Yeah. So when I gave my hundred, I got two hundred back uh, in my account. That was the worst mistake to ever make. But that's what I traded. Tried trading it. I wasn't really growing. It wasn't really growing. I didn't even withdraw anything. It reached a point. Um, I think I wanted. To, I was losing money. I wanted to withdraw my money. And then you know, there's normally a catch on the bonus, yeah. The bonus money—it's you can't easily withdraw it. So it's just complicated. Uh, it wasn't a good decision, so I didn't really do much with that account. And I think later on, a few years later, because I couldn't withdraw the money, uh, Ken just found it. <laughs> But I think you, you're missing something. Yeah, like I really want you to focus on. There was a one particular trade that resulted into you losing. But everything <laughs> after you'd made some money. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. there's one particular trade that you'll never forget in your life. <laughs> you should really focus on it. Okay, so there's this Euro USD trade. You see, you've never forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't uh, forget such. Were we were we staying together that time? Not yet, yeah. Not yet, but I was I was, I was in ADMI. So when I was in ADMI, I was still going to school, yeah. That's 2017. That's uh um around I don't know what time it was in ADMI. Uh, I mean in 2017, I think mid around June, July or something. So I used can can that time wasn't in that time you dropped out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I was out already. So Ken, Ken, Ken wasn't in school. So I used to go to school, but I used to tell Ken to monitor my trades. So there's a time now I took that nice trade. Was, was it was it a buy at first? No, it was, yeah, you you made a buy. Yeah, it was, it was a buy. buy yeah. Took many positions in it. I I made quite. I don't remember how much I made. I made about a hundred dollars or something. Yeah, it was going quite well. So I was about to like uh, double my account. So it was going well, 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 and we made profit. Took it out, and then. I think now the next week opened, yeah? No, you're missing something. What am I missing? 
You took the trades. Yeah. You held the trades over the weekend. So when the market opened, it grabbed many points and That's you made some money on that gap. Oh yeah. And you bet on the gap closing and yeah, you lost yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was some news that was coming out. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. But there was some major news which really affected the dollar to weaken. So over the weekend when it just opened on Monday, markets opened, my account was high 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 and I took all my profits and I told Ken this gap is going to close. So immediately I took short positions. So I was shorting or selling the market. That's what we mean when we're shorting. So selling the market and in anticipation of this gap to close. Uh, but nothing like that happened. So all the money then all the profits went entered into loss and that time you know you're still quite young at this so you're not accepting the loss it happens a lot in investing you're just like it'll turn it'll turn it'll go back to profits and that's what happens went down 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 <laughs> i think that's when i gave up on that account <laughs> am i right everything you lost the whole account everything <laughs> he called me actually no, i think i'll just throw in the towel i'm going to close these positions at this point because the markets are really moving fast yeah. and they are moving against you so and i think we're taking big positions for yeah. the account we had yeah yeah very very big actually very very big positions so it never took a lot of points for you to lose everything exactly yeah yeah so that's what happened yeah <coughs> that's the first account and the problem about now losing an account you stay long without having another account like looking for funds that time you're still young mind you your parents don't want to fund you they're like what's this you're doing you're spending your time on the laptop no one is going to fund such a thing okay that time forex is unregulated there's no one in kenya you can tell your parents that this guy's doing it professionally he's successful at it exactly so yeah that's what happened lost the account stayed some time now now that time is when now we knew with ken now uh we have to do a lot of research 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 and just like tara said research is what now got us deep into this thing you are, you realize you can make money but there's a you need to gain that skill to properly make it and keep it as well making it is easy keeping it is a problem so yeah that's what happened to my first yep so i i think we should now tackle some of the things that we we like made mistakes so i remember the first mistake we made lawi remember us paying 50 dollars to some Someone <laughs> in the UK yeah. to give us signals. So it was in South Africa. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was someone in the UK. So we thought now we found yeah, someone. US or UK? I think US. US or UK? It one of the US. two countries. But anyway, we thought Could we found PayPal. someone who we could. Was it PayPal or something? I think it was Malim's card. Yeah, it was. I think uh, wasn't. it was a. It was a. We swiped the card or something. So we paid fifty dollars, joined a group. We received two or three signals. <laughs> They all went <laughs> south. <laughs> Even the company closed down <laughs> in less than a month. <laughs> And I feel like after that, yeah, now we decided quick. that was the last time we bought signals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, so that's our first. That like that's the first thing that I think we tackle. Because we've seen a lot of people like even reach out to us, expecting us to give them signals, and they think they'll make money out of that. So. Think for me I've learned like over the years if you're not willing to trade for yourself then be willing to give your money to someone who's trading and if you're not willing to do those two things then stay out of the market just focus on doing other things because you won't make a dime in this market if you're using any other method either you give your money to someone who's good at it and I never said said anyone someone who's good at it or you decide to learn this thing and do it yourself And if none of those approaches appeal to you, then forget about the forex market, forget about you can make money in it and stay away from it like shun it because in trading there are two things that can happen. I feel like you can either make money 
or you'll be losing you can't be in the middle like if you you can either get to the other side where you make infinite amounts of cash or you're always losing and you will never ever get to that point where so i don't feel like there's a middle ground for trading like you you really have to get on both sides of the of, of the game for you to to really succeed at it but that that's my experience with signal so i don't call about signal no 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 How not, comes? i'm not risking <laughs> <laughs> the things before before i do things i normally want to not that i fully understand but I want to understand it quite a bit uh, signals didn't add up to me okay so just like uh, let me not do that so i've never i've never ever ever I've never ever bought signals. signals from any okay. yeah so what 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 particular particular advice would you have for someone who like wants to pursue signals as an avenue because there are people who have approached you for signals right yeah, yeah, yeah. guys come because uh, okay now at the moment they see us trading well they say they just want to copy paste what we're doing and i don't think that you know the, the different types of signals so the, like the signals can enter us hard i believe it was it was on you just told buy here sell here yeah take yeah. profit here no no analysis nothing. <laughs> no nothing yeah so if 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 you if you're showing someone where to trade at least show them how you're doing what you're doing so that wasn't in the market at that time there's no one showing you okay take here sell here so i wasn't my advice will be if if you don't understand what you're doing and you're trying to make money off that um Uh, I don't I don't see any profit in that. Short term you might make, long term there's a lot of loss. Actually, I seen some guy on Instagram the other day, I won't mention the name, but he was saying there's some that there's this make money with us in minutes. Um I hate seeing such stuff here in Kenya, you know, not a broad like um join us at night, we make money in minutes. This is easy, you just copy paste. Uh, I hate seeing such stuff because such people are destroying this market. They make it look easy to come in. But in actual sense, this thing is very, very hard, and it takes time to learn. If it was that easy, many people would be doing it. And as Taras was saying, we would have gone to Dubai a long time ago. Mind you, till today, Bado. <laughs> We've <laughs> not <laughs> done that. <laughs> How many years? Lawi, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should we should actually call it like you mentioned. I I also hate it. Well, like that was I think one of the things that really really forced us to start financial hub. Because yeah. I remember well. Like Lawi has told me a couple of times how he hates how trading is like presented out there like what people normally see in social media or on social media versus what it really takes to trade and I'm telling you out of experience like I've been trading now for quite some time I make decisions in the market even currently we have trades running and what is depicted in social media versus what really happens mm, I think so the divergence there yeah, is something yeah, yeah. that needs some attention Yeah true like a whole revolution of <laughs> how, how social media puts trading exactly yeah, no one no one very few people post their losses no very, one very actually few people does. say when they blow accounts who, no, who, no one who, no one does i'm sure that people who are listening will relate who 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 was inspiring you guys that you're seeing online <sighs> that were trading you remember you remember no, I've, that seen, guy I've, seen, trading. I've seen a remember? couple of people man like we, those we can guy, just name them like this guy actually you showed me there's oh. akinan kelly yeah, 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 yeah. 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 south africa they perfected the art of show of, like they, they even called huda 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 monroe for combo cash flow for show for show so like it's being it's being advertised so 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 badly and i think that's as can say that's why we decided to start financial hub at least yeah 
to shine the light yeah. Yeah, because yeah, people yeah. are doing it because yeah, you'll never find us on our social media doing that like yo we made this money easy come join us come uh, copy what we do i've uh, actually never make, told anyone that exactly <laughs> come we, join we us and do this uh, <laughs> i've never told anyone that. Yeah. like i feel like you really need to have your own will and do your own research and then now you can come and reach out to us for for us to like help you because before that you were, you were saying that's what led to because you can say that talk about that how financial hub now came because we're looking at stuff <coughs> online people are doing the wrong thing yeah so yeah. <sighs> that's that's another story i feel like first of all there's a lot there, first of all there are very very many people and we are actually lucky not to have fallen prey to that so there are very many people who just look at baby pips and you assume you've learned how to trade mm-hmm. or you read one or two books and you assume you've learned how to trade or you have one or two winning months and you assume you've learned how to trade all these things are wrong very 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 wrong so for us it was the same same thing like we you'd, you'd make some money and you think now you've you've mastered the art of trading but now when it comes to like doing it really like now you're you're the one who's supposed to make decisions and staying in the game long term and staying in the game long term that's that's when you realize that okay there's still a lot that i need to learn so financial lab came about as a result of people reaching out to us so when you dropped out of school like if you're in campus i'm sure you understand that 90% okay not 90 let's say 80% of the time you have free time on your hands uh, i don't know about medicine but at least i've been in an engineering class and i've been in other classes at least for two or three semesters so if i combine the whole time that i was in campus they can say that you have a lot of free time especially in the early years of of of, of starting out school so when you st- when you dropped out now and you have like all this free time that you had now is invested in learning how to do something then you realize there's a very very big difference between using your time well and just having spent time without really understanding what you're doing or how you're spending your time So like for us when you dropped out people noticed that you were very very serious about what you were doing and things were picking up and some people reached out to us that hey you should probably start a blog about what you're doing it's quite interesting i feel like people will love to know what you're doing you can probably start a youtube channel about what you're doing you can probably start this or that but for us we decided to do it in a professional way so i remember the time when you start with Caleb and you said okay if you're going to pursue this let's not do it in a shoddy way let's do it in a very very professional way the best way possible that you can be able to do it and that's when we decided to start with a website i think we started with a website yeah first we started looking for a name <coughs> yeah we started uh, we and that was a process <laughs> it wasn't easy to get financial help yeah it wasn't easy we had different names. we had prime case we had, we had intercapital we had intercapital <laughs> we had we had a couple of names which were actually rejected by 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 citizen citizen yeah so finally we landed on financial hub yeah so just it just came just, just came one day at least it was in if if you think of the name financial hub it's a very strong name which is good we landed upon it because you see part of the goal is to become the hub of finances yeah. financial services so getting that name financial sub, financial hub us being a hub not only in Kenya but in Africa and later on the rest of the world was a very powerful name and many people can relate to it financial hub hub so we got to register it so we got financial hub limited quantas quantas financial, quantas financial hub because uh, we'll talk about that later on but quantas also has a meaning quants quants if you're familiar with that quantitative it is what quantitative yeah quantitative yeah we'll talk about it some other time but there's a reason why we kept quantas so we got to register that and then now we're like okay 
if you want to start this, the first thing we have to do. So you remember actually we had Ken and Carl Investments. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So th- so those Ken and Carl Investments, then those financial hub was now to be the subsidiary. So the thing we're doing, I don't know why, I used to tell Ken, we're sort of giving birth to the child before the mother comes in. And Ken and Carl is a big thing. That's that's investments. Uh, but now Financial Hub, we're like, okay, we'll use Financial Hub to train and spread awareness and basically introduce people to financial services, especially in Forex. So that's how we got that one. That's how we started. And we started off with, you're saying what, the website, yeah? Yeah, we started off with, okay, we were trying to start off with an office with a very, very nice place. And we decided yeah. to meet one or two rich people that we knew and <laughs> ask for money. Exactly, yeah. And we yeah. really, really got disappointed. So if you're really planning on There's starting the, out What did one tell us? Uh, we buy a coffee machine. Yeah, we need, we need a coffee machine. <laughs> we need to rent out a very good place. Like we need to make a proper budget of about a million or something. And uh, <laughs> when you start out, you, you definitely don't even know where you'll get a million shillings. So we approached one or two people to like try and help us, the people who we thought would help us. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying out something, I think that was one of the first lessons that I learned, that just plan on your own budget. Like, don't rely on other people. Start with the little that you have, because there's a high chance the people you are relying on won't help you at all. Like, okay, there they are people who help you. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's the point. They won't help you not because they hate you or they don't think it will work. It's because they don't understand what you're doing. There's a high chance they don't, and they're not willing to commit money to something they don't understand. So that was that was one of the reasons why we missed money, and we decided instead of looking for cash now, we can start yeah. with a website. I think a website can attract people. It was basically, I remember the goal was, let's spread awareness, what what to do, people know us, then now we can st- bring the company. Yeah. So we went, now we, we started looking for a budget for a the website. website. So I remember... We um 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 my mom referred us to someone. You remember Ken? Yeah. And that person was charging, I think, about thirty thousand, twenty-five, thirty. That they said <laughs> it was negotiable. You yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And they we we saw uh, an example of what they've done with that. So they sent us the team um, portfolios. We're like, what? This thing is shit. We can't, we can't, we can't do such a thing for for that price. So we're like, so we started. Ken got another site. It was called, it was for food. Kalimoni Greens. I actually never yes. got it. I think it's like in Alawi who got it. So they actually yes. told me. Yeah, then you told me. Site. So yeah. we found the one who created that site. Yeah. Yeah. So the people who created it was nice. It's in, it's in <coughs> Kenya. So we're like, ah, this is the what we're looking for. So we called them, talk to them, talk to them. Then they're like, easy, because we met over lunch in Java. Yeah. No. We didn't meet them because we explained to them what we wanted. We at went first. to their offices. We never oh, met yeah, them yeah, yeah, in Java. Yeah. We went yeah, to yeah. their offices for the first in, in, time. In, in, in Lovington. In Lovington, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then uh, uh, yeah. they explained to us now what... We explained to them, I mean, what we wanted. And they were like, cool, they send us a quotation. A few days later, we go, bam, email, quotation. How much? 80 fucking thousand. <laughs> 80 G's. It's a lot G's. of cash. Now that By then it was a lot of cash. It was a lot because mind you we were looking for capital to trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now we are like, ah, Allah, now we were taken aback. <laughs> mind you, our parents are not supporting us. We'll talk about that dropping out because they later came and dropped out of ADMI. It wasn't an easy fit. I'll talk about it later. But now we came now they're not supporting us. No one wants us to give us money. We have to. I don't even remember how we got that money. But anyway, we're like, you know what? 
Um, I went to tell my mom actually. There's this guy, the guy is charging us 80 Gs. She's like, ah, 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 ah. You guys are small. Start small. Uh, don't even think of using those people. Ah, Caleb, I'll call this other person. I'll give you their number. Talk to them. We later talked with Ken. We're like, no, let's just go for the 80 Gs. So like, easy. We'll do that. So we always want to be authentic and put like first class stuff. Yeah. If you're talking about finances, you can't talk about finance and money. And you have a shoddy. Uh, you don't look like money. Okay. So remember, we're not doing what the South Africans are doing. We we're just doing things in a professional way. So we sort of. It took us some time. So yeah, we told this website guys. Remember, we told them, you guys start. Yeah. That time we have zero cash. Zero, Bob. <laughs> and then before well, we started actually, they told us we look for a logo yeah then they sent us to another logo guy <laughs> so because we need a logo for the website mm. so they're like you guys go look for a logo we'll send you this guy's number actually we called some other guy so some we created a logo for about a thousand bob this guy, <laughs> this guy charged us a thousand bob <laughs> ah, la, 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 guy <laughs> shitty work it was very 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 that's the last time i think we decided we'll never use cheap guys yeah so mm. cheap is expensive yeah, cheap is, feel like that thing was short It was so shady. Wow, wow, it was it was just some word that guy played around with Microsoft Word just play play. <laughs> you get like a template or whatever. I wish so we had it. I wish we had I it. Wish, I'm sure we have it somewhere. Look yeah, for it. Really? I believe we do. So we called the other and we got, uh the other guys who created for us the website and we're like, okay, we're looking. So they referred us to someone else. So this other person we called Nininini charged us. So he talked again and told us, you know, uh quotation price ta- uh, Ken 12,000 15 15,000 we negotiated yeah, it was to $150 for logo for 2000 like one we've already paid the other guy a g we don't have cash remember our website we told those guys start yeah. so like now now the budget is about 9500 g's zero cash yeah. anyway so the f- the logo was was um it was it was needed for, uh, before the website yeah so we decided to pay that i don't know how we got this money i think we just we just hustled hustled with ken and looked for them we paid that guy he made us the logo we negotiated to 12 g's well, we paid him um then we got that then now we started slowly paying the guys for the website so yeah. the, the how long did they take they took some time so we kept paying installments installments and yeah, took almost like a month or two i think for them to like clear up the website but because initially like the, the 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 logo guy took some about a week or two yeah yeah the logo guy took some time yeah then this other guy took about two but he did a phenomenal time. job yeah, he did it a was very very it was worth it it was worth the 12000 uh, yeah. honestly even the, the website that we first created was worth the 12000 so uh-huh. everything the website to logo Okay the website the website and the logo were both the amount that we paid for it but the the logo was 12000 and the website was 80000 so what I was trying to say basically was it pays to it it's worth to pay some amounts for certain you things yeah for certain things for certain things to go your way you really need to like go to your yeah, comfort your zone way, yeah and try to stretch yourself a bit if you really really focus on taking cheap things you may have a lot of bad things in your way or in your image which is not something that I think anyone wants. Yeah, so going on we just now st- website was ready up and running we paid these guys we <coughs> paid now we start putting articles. And it was me, Taras, um Ken, Malims yeah. and those we have to give a shout out to Wahito. Wahito yeah, Karanja and Merian <laughs> she was part of the team back she then. actually introduced Lawi to trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was, yeah. Yeah, it was we were a team of five at that time. So me and Ken had like a, a small nice house in Zimmerman. That's where the office was. Everyone used to come. 
and we all write articles, articles, and post on the site. Post, post, post. So as you continue doing that, people are saying this was nice stuff. We should do videos. Then that's where we had the. You remember we kept an article where we talked about challenges in forex in yeah. Kenya, yeah. which had a buzz. Yeah. Then now we decided this can do well when we do it on video YouTube. format. Luckily, I had gone to ADMI, so I had a background in film and TV. I could shoot and I could edit. So it was a skill. So we didn't have to outsource that because that could be a problem. So we started our YouTube channel. I think the first we did was quite shady to some it's still there if you go to a youtube financial hub uh in on youtube go to the very first video down there it was very very the audio was bad everything was bad so people got back to us told us uh work on your audio work on this and this so it was good feedback and then now from there is when we started picking so our youtube channel is when we started that was in 2018 and it's grown every single week this week these days we post stuff on our youtube channel so when that started growing now we knew people are learning from us and we need to do now a course so now we started before we did the course now we're writing articles we're doing the youtube now we decided to write a book yeah back in 2018 yeah mm. tell us so we met all of us sat down and discussed okay we're going to write a book and give people where they can instead of going online and reading everything and not know what to use we wanted to simplify everything and put it in one place so that everyone can learn so we are doing that and at the same time we were also doing the course so we decided to do video formats of course and we started cheap we were just using a phone my phone i just got in a, like a new phone that time we decided to use it it was very bad quality if you look at it these days we're like what were we doing but you start with what you have it's a lesson entrepreneurs learn i'm sure that ken was saying start with what you have uh, at the very basic level don't wait for so much money for someone to come and fund you start with what you have so short courses i was editing them we were in the house we were working i think 18 hour days we were doing a lot a lot a lot we did a lot so taras used to come with malims they used to come to the zimmerman house we sit down we go through how far we reached so everyone had uh, goals and all that and it was going quite well so luckily how long did it take us to finish the book oh can i remember yeah, it long but yeah it, it was, was like long, a thesis long, yeah. guys were in university can it was a long one it was a pro- that was our project so like other when <laughs> other guys were doing the project yeah <laughs> so we remember, decided to do we that. finish the book we There was one meeting where we just came to read the book. Yeah, so I was reading what he wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you scrutinize everyone. How did you come to that? Like we didn't want to just write something and mm. put it out there. We wanted to give authentic stuff. Yeah. So I remember there was a time, ah yeah, 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 I got tired. We were talking about one sentence. Ken and Tara started arguing about it. And mind you, these guys can argue. <laughs> that day, that story ended there, we argued, argued the whole day. Imagine, about just one sentence. And our book is like, what, 190 pages? Yeah, about 200 pages. Yeah, about 200 pages. So we argued about that. But later on, we met, met, like Tara was saying, and we finished going through the book. The book was ready. We gave it to be edited. The, our editor took some time, took about three months. Yeah? Did we write the free ebook first? Or? No, 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 no. We wrote the, the big book first then we came up with the ebook from the big book. Oh. So an ebook the ebook was actually like something that was which is free. Yeah, scrapped out of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not book. done well, yeah. So it was It, it was, was done well but not, not in the detailed exactly. Yeah. So it was not detailed like the main book that we did. So we have that point. Yeah. We send to people who if you're interested and you know us we can send it to you. It's an ebook just introduction to forex. Yeah. Uh before you come and take the the main one. So yeah, so that time personally I'm doing the videos and editing about plus 
100 plus videos yeah ken yeah yeah we had 100 plus i was doing them in the house shooting editing shooting editing shooting editing and then we finished that now everything was ready now we wanted to launch yeah. so when we went that was in 2019 yeah yeah so i remember we had a delay then i had to travel to uk yeah I traveled to the UK stayed there for six months. Yeah. When I was in the UK is when you and Taras and Malims yeah. Malims yeah. You guys decided to launch it. Yeah. So we just launched it online. It wasn't a big thing. It wasn't a big thing, yeah. We launched it and also that same 2019 is when we registered Financial Hub. So that's when we started. So yeah, we launched it and I think we got our first clients first week. The second, uh, yeah. I think we launched it on Monday and on Friday because the course was actually something that people were looking forward to. So when we were launching we were not launching without a target market or something. So I think we launched it on I think on Monday or something then on Friday I had someone sign up already for the course. So on Friday, yeah. Yeah, on Friday. Remember it was someone who was watching and following us from YouTube. It was a, it was a lady, yeah. It was a lady, yeah. Yeah, lady, ladies you guys, you guys help us a lot. <laughs> you never think about things that much which helps well not that it's a bad way not to think about things much but uh, us guys can take quite some time we're quite logical so we take a lot of time to think but yeah so we got our first client that time was still in the UK no office that time Ken is trading and Taras these guys are milk, milking the market they're making a lot of money month mm-hmm. in month out um, and also some other online stuff so then I came back um, in December So I stayed there from August to December. When I came back January, uh we met with the team and Ken, I remember I met it was with Ken. Taras wasn't around that time, so it was Ken and Malims and Ken told me, "Yo Caleb, in order for us to grow this thing, we need to start and we need to get an office." So he told me he's been looking for offices. And I was like, "Ah, cool, cool, cool." So we went to he took me to we went to two places. One was in View Park the adon was in jaco towers love you also there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. now now this was the next i think after two days or so yeah we went now physically all of us and uh, did you want to tell them how okay it was my first time that you you guys had seen both of them you had been there before yeah yeah so we'd been there before we'd looked at both offices like we we'd compared the prices so we we wanted to make a final decision so we wanted everyone to see first of all what we had the options we had and then we could make a final decision so the good thing about a startup when you're starting out is you can coordinate people very easily because it's only three or four people so you just call one two three people and then you decide okay we're going to go with this decision so by then like we when Caleb was away actually he forgot to mention so I'd met with very many people but I'd observe that the people I met were really interested in what we were doing but were wondering why didn't we have a an official place or a formal place to meet them so I'd meet them in restaurants yeah so I'd meet people I'd, I'd, I'd met a couple of people so but people always like after they knew like we never had an official place or an office they'd like shy off and be so like you lose ah, exactly so we were not really moving ahead so I remember telling Caleb you know we are trading we're doing this but all this money is useless to us if you're not growing in this other side so we decided to take that gamble but now I'd seen those offices and then now it was about just making this a decision which office take but we obviously took the one which was more appealing had better aesthetics and looked like a better place for us because the other one was again like we said in the first time quite sure it was not really really a very very good which place. one done in Vipa. Yeah. yeah 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 i saw that one it's 
Ay, 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 yeah, it's bad. <laughs> like literally bad. If you're talking about money and you go there, you will not remove any money from your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was totally bad. Going to the second one, I was like, ah, uh, don't think it was expensive. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, expensive. The second one, the, the first one was the goodness was it was cheap. Yeah, cheap. Cheap things are always, <laughs> always <laughs> like that. So if you if you find yourself going for the cheap things, yeah, then you you're missing out on like quality and and I feel like that's an important aspect if you. If you'll be here for a short time, like we know. Yeah, because we had learned it before. Cheap, cheap, nah, nah, nah. So that was one actually, was it wasn't you know, that cheap. It was around, around 40,000. 40, yeah. And comparing the, with this other one, it was about 60, so it was a better. Yeah, around 60, 65. Because yeah. now this other side, it was better. It, it looked classy. If you've been to our offices, I'm sure you've seen them. Or if you've seen our Instagram or our stories, we normally post it. It's way class. It's as better. The other side, the good thing we didn't even get Viewpark. Is because there's the company Weblink. Remember those guys who, who called Interweb. people Interweb. Interweb. Yeah. Interweb. Yeah. So if we got the Interweb, uh, yeah, they count people a lot of money. So if we took there, people just say those guys for Viewpack, Viewpack will be part of them. Yeah. Um. But the place for the where we got Jake Towers, it was at uh, Rigas. It's called Rigas. So they give you, they give you a lot. You you have you have a receptionist. You have your own office. You have meeting rooms. You have places for snacks. You have a microwave. You have a lot good people to meet around. You have a business lounge. So that's what we got, and we didn't even think twice. We didn't think twice. We didn't know how we'd pay that rent month in, month out. Yep. But um, that's how we started the office, and that's how we got. So we just started before the final, uh, I was going to say financial crash, the pandemic. The coronavirus. The coronavirus. We started in Feb. Coronavirus lockdown went in March. And that's when now we're like, how will we pay this thing? And people are not coming. But anyway, we survived. I'm sure we'll talk more about it later on. It's it's it's, it's quite a long story. Yep. But that's how we came. That's how we started Financial Hub. That's how we got into Forex, all of us. And that's how we are where we are today. We've survived. As Ken said, we have a fund. We're trading uh, $20,000 plus, uh, which we're growing, slowly growing. We don't take outside funds, so we basically hustle all this uh, cash. We don't trade for people. It's against CMA rules. Because I remember we were once called with Ken to CMA to talk about markets. They were looking for people who are conning people, and they had called us to their offices, but they found us quite authentic, and they gave us the go-ahead because we weren't taking people's money. But yeah, so that's Forex. That's how our journey has been, Yep, I believe. Uh, with Taras, Ken here. Now it's down to the three of us. Uh, the others uh, left. <laughs> yeah, so when you're, yeah. when you're on a journey and things get tough sometimes, like it's easy for other people. I think that comes back down to your temperament, your beliefs, and some of these things that you have for yourself. So if you're really resilient, I don't think, I don't think, actually, Lavi tells me he doesn't think anyone can make it in trading without resilience. I oh, yeah. have come to believe that also. <laughs> so it's very, very, trading, the folly trading is, is mentally tough, financially tough. <laughs> <laughs> you lose money. Hey, so, it's just so tough, it's, man. It's very, You're very, not being supported very, by your parents. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. no one understands your problems. No one understands you. So just surviving in the markets to push, to learn, it needs a lot of resilience and yeah i th- I, th- I think also passion and passion uh, yeah. yeah so passion and resilience it's so a calling yeah, we, we normally say calling. most people come here because of money you see yeah. but the money is so far fetched <laughs> like so close mm, but so far away yeah it's so close but so far away. <laughs> so like the b- before everything clicks in now you, you start are, making yeah, money 
consistently at least uh, with a good system it, it takes time yeah uh, most people choose to go for employment so yeah mm-hmm. especially if, i think if first the first thing that we really need to to to, to talk about is if you have an option b you won't make it in trading yeah exactly if you, you have an option b you won't make <laughs> it, it in trading first thing yeah exactly. remember that trader on the on the on the traders po- podcast uh, on the on the, on the chat traders. traders yeah who said <laughs> Well, he trading <laughs> it had to work or he had to kill himself <laughs> so he had to just push yeah, and, and i don't think there's anyone who succeeded in trading who had options b yeah, or c yeah. or d mm-hmm. if if you if you have such options if if you've not decided this is what you're going to do till you die yeah, yeah. you may give up at some point because it gets really really tough because mind you as we've dropped way. out yeah so dropped out there's nothing to fall exactly. back on for you, you can't you can't fall back on anything so parents won't support you exactly you have to support yourself you can't go back to school because you don't like the system exactly so <laughs> that's one one thing that i think and uh, the bad thing about trading because i've met different people doing trading in different ways so when you're just walking around like there was this day I was I was going to industrial area to look for Inda. some engine yeah, so I was in Indan looking at after engineer gari So Niki Niki young young at no jamaa then I saw he, he removes the phone and he he looks at me at a trader then I'm like hey you guy you also trade he's like yeah I I trade I make decisions in the market and I'm like okay how do you make decisions in the market so the guy is basically a gambler so he puts <laughs> he puts in money and if the thing is going up he is very very willing to bet on it do you have a stop loss no he never cuts his losses that's his strategy like <laughs> he does what he adds money yeah he adds money into the account so <laughs> the other day someone was like polishing my shoes and washing my shoes in town and then they just you also saw that yeah so hey, i was puzzled he, like he, he Steve-O, did what? you remember yeah, so he was checking his phone and he was trading and then when i asked him okay also how how do you make decisions how how do you trade what he described to me was a recipe for failure so <laughs> I, i don't even know Skibos, where to start yeah. now yeah. with such people and you know the bad thing about people is when you just meet someone you can't tell them you're doing something in a wrong way i think you, you really have to let people like fail and then they can maybe come back to you if they are really interested in knowing it but i feel like there are very 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 many people who are doing trading in the wrong way like it's not clicking because you're very very far away from what you really need to be doing to like mm-hmm. even a standard chance to succeed like standard chance not even to make money also, you know, standard chance <laughs> let's say why trading is you know trading is not like mechanical engineering it's so easy, easy easy exactly yeah, a form one guy can read a book and understand trading yeah mm. i think the main problem now comes in our human nature fucks up the, uh, the whole like, process yeah, the whole process yeah. hope mm-hmm. greed fear, fear such things max trading hard yeah mm-hmm. also, very hard yeah also system development people don't people don't have that yeah. using signals you mm-hmm. see a lot of things just make people lose money in trading mm-hmm. yeah. because i know a lot of people hey, yeah, yeah. I, have, uh, i have i have traded before i have traded before but i don't think i know someone uh, personally who has traded for five years consistently, yeah, consistently profit. profitably maybe just uh, uh, even, even and profitably mm. i feel like <laughs> someone who's traded inconsistently for five years has mm. something to show unlike someone sure. who because most people we meet uh, uh, they normally tell you they've traded for a month or two then they've mm. stopped or I, i put in some money then i lost it and i decided to put it on a break and i feel like those things like for me if i was to be asked why i'm still trading there was no point where i was like i'm stopping to trade like i've never gotten to that level mm-hmm. 
even when you lose money you're always thinking where will i get the next bunch of capital to put into this thing like mm-hmm. where will i get some more money to put into this thing if you don't have that as a mentality if you're not really thinking in those directions then i think there's a high chance again you you won't go far in in the markets so and for you Taras, why are you still trading uh passion 5 years Steady down passion. the line passion yeah it's passion uh, i can't i've not made millions yet yeah. <laughs> but at least i'm surviving Mm. so i think for me it's passion and the the the, the need to be successful in a in a very very hard mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. comes with a feeling of satisfaction yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the challenge the intellectual challenge mm-hmm. that's there is also quite quite interesting mm-hmm. and for you for me what why, why am i still, still trading, trading? Uh, money <laughs> <laughs> money. Yeah, yeah. money it's a long term goal but then anyway, money is a long term goal these days we are not we can make 200 dollars a day can over here has made a thousand dollars a day yeah. um that's in 100 120 g's or something yeah um, and i've also lost a thousand dollars in a day let's not only focus on the positive <laughs> side you've lost as well <laughs> so i've lost also as well yeah so. you, this, this, these things happen uh, but you grow mentally and strong so as ken was asking what what why am i still trading mainly mainly because as ken as Taras was saying it's a good challenge to give yourself look i have nothing to fall back to it's either this or this okay yeah. so I want to prove myself wrong and get into that 1% of the people who are successful. With time if you do it deliberately, you can get there. So that that's why I keep pushing. And also I get a lot a lot of uh good or what do you I feel good or get what's the feeling? I feel joy seeing that we are teaching people and they're learning a new skill you know this is something they'll get for life like it 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 won't it's a skill they'll have for life imagine you've just taught someone how to make money you've changed this person's yeah. life so i think there's there's a good feeling out of that which we wouldn't have gotten it if we didn't start financial hub but seeing people doing good things you you're, you're totally happy and shout out to those students of ours who have been trading well uh, it's a, it's a good feeling so that's 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 why i'm still trading and just as as we finish off uh, every um every every podcast we'll be having we'll be talking about some financial fact for the day so that we can give you people information about what happens around the world so today's financial fact comes from Ken Ken uh, we call Ken Pops so if you hear us saying Pops Pops Ken mm-hmm. just understand that it's uh, it's one and only Ken so Pops and it's so, a nickname from since he was a baby yeah, <laughs> yeah go man you him as papa papa poloro poloro if you ask for Ken you won't find him <laughs> anyway so Like Caleb said, I think today we are going to learn from a research that was done by a company called Night Frank. So it's a company that focuses on financial research. And I was surprised to learn that I only need $20,000 in my net worth to join the 1% in Kenya. So if you have 2 million and above in your bank assets. account or if you have 2 million worth of assets, you have joined the 1% in Kenya. That tells you how much work needs to be done. for us to improve our living standards like we really really need to raise that bar for us to move forward so that was a research done by night frank we like reading such researches and coming up with with new ways so i had a couple of questions to ask also like we as we clear, clear up so one of the questions I was to ask was what do you think you'd have learned earlier or what do you think was more valuable for you to learn faster and you'll have made better progress and like where you are right now we'll start off with lawi Uh, for me as a risk manager i think risk is what 
I have like I have learned the importance of risk in trading. So uh yeah, basic, uh risk and psychology. Yeah. So handling those two things you can survive in the markets. At least you I'm not saying you'll make money, but at least you'll survive. It's important yeah. to explain mm, yeah. to people how easy it is to lose money in the markets because it's easy, easier to lose easy, money easy, than easy, to easy. make money in the markets. Yeah, like yeah. the opportunities to lose money are infinite. Exactly. Mm. The mistakes you can make are infinite. So for you to make money, I think like you said it's it's not it's not something that can be easily done. Uh, it needs like uh we, we have a friend called Gitosh that that guy says you have to spend more than 10 years <laughs> at least for you to first say so for us we have five years more to yeah. at least say now yeah at least uh, successful traders yeah. yeah so and Gitosh is a successful trader we'll bring him one day here yeah, yeah. yeah. so we have to give a shout out to him he's he's been trading since 2026 i was in class 4 5 at that time so it yeah. makes sense it makes yeah. sense he's so. he's making he's he's doing a good stuff at yeah. the moment yeah. trading a lot a lot a lot of yeah. funds so he's a big name to know especially if in Kenya so we'll we'll introduce him he's called michael gitonga but we call him gitosh gitosh that's that's what we call him So to answer Taras you answered finished yeah, yeah. just ask your question once more time what do you think you'd have learned or what what valuable insight you've learned so far that if you learned faster you'd have made progress faster mm. um um i think the main thing is don't fear failing like you'll make losses in this thing you're going to make a lot a lot of losses and long term it used to really hurt your psychology um like you've lost so much you can't trade you don't want to trade anymore you you, you don't have you don't believe in yourself confidence is down and the market doesn't take doesn't care about that if you lose if you make it doesn't care you just have to control yourself so controlling your emotions so if i could understand that long time like when we were blowing money and you're like ah oh, you know i don't understand this well starting off well you really need to know that you're not a good at this so it's not at anything about fear or anything it's just that you don't understand but later on when you start getting money you start understanding okay if i fear, if i lose and start being fearful it won't really help So if I knew that earlier on and also having good capital 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 that's 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 where we found people uh, having we started with small capital then that thing is dangerous you think you know about the markets we find people you remember the guy came to our office is made from the, the guy who made 4 million yeah 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 uh, some young guy Yeah, there was a guy who made four million and lost it all. You're not lost, in the office oh, that oh, day. Oh, the one who was trading for an American guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah so <laughs> he, he made four million in like what three weeks? Yeah, in three weeks, and he lost Some it all. Some young guy, and he was chasing five million. Five million was the target. <laughs> yeah. Just before he got he was five so million. So close. He was, was telling so you. So close. All of it was close. So he was so, so close to like yeah. attaining the goal. So capital is important because if you have capital, as Taras was saying, you can understand risk management and psychology without capital we see people coming you know i'm feeling bad i lost 2000 like 2000 dollars of kenya shillings like i lost 2000 kenya shillings you're like hey my guy ukona jani barabara ukonayo so those small accounts it's like gambling if you really want to trade properly start with 100000 going up we can even tell you 5000 dollars you need substantial amount of money such that if you lose 10 times in a row your money will still be there to trade another day but if you have a thousand as Taras was saying start with a thousand 
even if he made 20%, that's what we were saying in the beginning. That was a lot. Yeah. Making 20, 200 bob on a thousand dollars, on a thousand Kenya shillings. That's that's a lot. That's 20% return. That's what uh, SIB made the other year. So, but anyway, yeah, those are my takeaways, Ken. Yeah, so for me, I feel like uh, to to add on to what you guys have said, like for me, there, there are two things. One is understand that it will take time. Like make peace with that. Like if you're joining trading, understand that it will take time it's it's not it's not something that will fix you up in a year or or two because i i get people coming to the office and uh, they're telling you that i'm planning to learn how to trade then i will resign my job and i will start doing this full time now <laughs> what do you tell them <laughs> and i'm planning to resign in just six months learning to do me visa resign quick 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 my friend it doesn't work that way if you're joining to trade and the second one is intertwined with the first one so it will take time And the second one is have a career plan. Have a plan. Have a plan. Have a plan. Trading, if you just join it and you don't have a plan on how you're going to even learn it and progress and move from step A to step B to step C, it's going to be very, very difficult. Part of having the plan for me would be get someone who's been doing it. Like for us, meeting Gitoosh has really been helpful. Like we've learned a lot from just interacting with him yeah, and we've changed a lot in our strategy exactly just listening to him even understand the valuable points where you should really really focus on so looking for someone to like not teach you their strategy i'm not saying that but for someone to like tell you that for now focus on understanding because there are different stages like focus on understanding probably the analysis part then you can focus on now risk and psychology like i'll be saying you polish that side then you focus now on leveraging and bringing in more funds because there's a reason why Some people like us who really believe that we are not so bad in trading, we're actually doing it well, but you have not decided to still pursue other people's money. I think Lawi can expound on taking <laughs> other people's money. He has As some real experience <laughs> in taking other people's money and what happened after that. People don't understand it. You, you can also tell us about that. <laughs> Your aunt is money. <laughs> so when yeah, you take people's money and you, they don't understand like what you're doing like they don't even understand you can't even explain to someone how you lost money i feel like avoid it just avoid it because like Caleb said let me start with my story so when i was learning how to trade i decided to like go to one of my favorite aunties and tell her that favorite you know, is she still your favorite yeah she's still my favorite so mm, shout out yeah shout out to her <laughs> so she decided to give me 50,000 and to go and trade with so i took the money and the agreement was We'd never agreed that I'd give us some profit splits or anything, but the agreement was if you can trade this 50,000 well, if you can put that money and multiply it well over a period of time, then we can be able to at least, at least find you more money enough from that you can come up with a good contract. So I was given 50,000. I was a very, very happy man. I decided to put the money in the account. So I deposited, I think it was EGM or something. Mm. Back then the brokers had officially come. So I deposited the 50,000 and started trading not until I took a euro yen position so I was trading heavily so I took a euro yen trade and the trade started moving against me so for me one of the biggest weaknesses I had while I was trading was accepting the fact that you can be wrong and you will be wrong very many times in fact more times than you think you'll be right so that was one of the challenges I had so when people tell me they don't cut off their losses or they don't close of losses or they never lose money they always right i just laugh at them because i've done that mistake and it cost me a lot of money mm. 
So I had 50,000 took some euro yen trades. They were moving against me and I decided to remove my stop loss from where it was and move it to some other place. When you start playing those games, you never finish moving them. So I moved my stop from point 1 to point B. When it get closer gets closer to point B, move it from B to C, C to D, D to E. Anyway, to cut the long story short, I was in the trade for a whole month. So for a whole month, I was holding this position. A losing position. A losing position for a whole month. And I decided to do something else that was wrong. Instead of just holding one position, I decided to add into the losing positions. So the idea was, <laughs> if markets can come back, I can put some more risk at this level. And as they come back, I can make some money. Mm-hmm. So I decided to add some risk into some of these trades. Mm-hmm. But the markets just kept on moving higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. So by the end of the day, I think I'd lost about $350 from that experience. Mm-hmm. I decided to close off the, the trades that I had. So Nika close off his opposition. 350 yangu imeenda nimebaki na 150 they decided to go to cost to the 150 dollars yeah we went to so cost <laughs> i decided <laughs> there's no point for me to like continue trading i've already yeah. done a very very grave mistake i don't really want to recover my 500 dollars yeah i've not told i'm still <laughs> hustling the 50k to give back to her rich man so anyway to cut the long story short i think it's very very important in your early days If you don't have five years of a track record trading your own personal money profitably profitably don't take on someone else don't and take on don't take on don't take on someone else so so yeah, we can end on that uh, at least nowadays there are funding programs so yeah it's easier to get capital exactly. now exactly so exactly. two years ago who would give you 1200 dollars no one no, no one kenya no one. we're the first in the, kenya. not even in kenya in africa <laughs> in, Af- <laughs> in africa there's so, no one funding people uh, yeah, so at least at least so it's a good step. to michael yeah it's a good step man. that idea mm. so If if you cuz 1200 actually if there were such programs back then it yeah. was easier for you to pay like 6k for you to get 1200 mm. yeah, mm. it, it will make sense especially if you're learning cuz mm. you're just starting out so you just take mm-hmm. the, the 1200 and then you like start with it or something so mm. that's it like go to prop farms yeah interact with traders if you come to me and i fund you like 500 dollars I'm not funding you with an intention of making money. I know you'll lose my money. So at least I've made peace with that because I'm a trader. I understand what you're going to do. Mm, but if you go to someone who's working because I've I've had stories of people who actually took their salaries like someone takes 60,000 of their salary for this month decides to give it to a trader who promised to give them like 24 25% return. I think we'll expand on some of these topics as we yeah. do other episodes. So for yeah. the first episode we were just introducing but there's a lot a lot that's going on in Kenya right now about trading that is making trading look like something very very shady something that you can't do to earn a living and i feel like all these people are wrong by the end of the day i think with time you'll be able to filter out the bad things and come up with what's valuable but as we start out there's a lot of shady work going on so you really have to think hard before you make some decisions and part of thinking hard is looking at the regulations you can look at CMA and find advice from people who are valuable or people who are doing something valuable so just don't rush into like taking other people's money or mastering For trading sure. and that's why i said it takes time it takes yeah. time you'll get there but it will take time so yeah. be patient yep so yeah so to end it off so so tell us to share story today or next time kambu story 
not yet. Not today. We will talk about it. It needs a whole story. We have a lot of stories. We have a lot of stories. I was actually in that mix. You guys used my my account, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was almost hell. What happened? But it was hell. But I think it needs its own podcast. Yeah, that one. We'll talk about it and trading people's money. We'll talk about it. That was one hell of an experience. Also me, we have many stories that we keep sharing, going to UK, what I did there, and yeah. how we came back, how we got money to start the office. We have, we'll be sharing that. I think that's the entrepreneurial side of what we've gone through. Yep. And for now, we just wanted to introduce what to do, and that's what we do. So as I said, my name is CK. Please call me CK, not Caleb. CK is my name, CK the Trader. Taras on my right, and Ken, or Pops, uh, on my left. So that's it. Um Thank you for tuning in. Every yeah, Friday, you guys. there's an episode coming up. Right? Friday, how do you know it's Friday? Because today's on Thursday, so I'm expecting <laughs> tomorrow we'll have it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. every week we'll have one episode, episode which we'll be posting. And we'll be focusing now on the serious topics about trading. So this was just an intro. If you're really interested in trading markets and understanding how they work, cryptos, markets, we have some insights on these things and we know how they work. And we'll be sharing them. So be ready for that. Yeah, so that's it for yeah, Taras. Any any remarks? Okay. Taras, uh wise man. Wise people <laughs> say little things. But that's it from us. Um thank you for tuning in guys. I'm your host. Am I the host? I'm <laughs> your host. <laughs> You're the host. CK. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one and only later on we'll be having people interviews and all that. Yeah. People also a good shout out to Trio Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For first time, shout out to the guys here, Dougie and and Nick for giving us this opportunity and for future work together. So that's it. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you on the next podcast. Outro. Hapo ingi.